So kind of continuing on with this COVID-19 kind of pivot of the content that I've been doing and trying to make sure that I'm bringing in people that, that are also trying to add value to especially, you know, supplements, functional CPG, um, retail side, um, trying to do kind of all, all phases of this. But I think a lot of the focus has definitely been on the, the physical retail and local business side. If you guys remember or if you guys had watched the recent one I did with uh, Tyler Parsons. Uh, he has actually been putting out a ton of content with Michael Noy, and you guys might not know him. And I felt like this was the time that I needed to bring him on my channel because I I know I've, I've mentioned him a few times. Tyler's mentioned him a few times, but you've never seen his uh, beautiful face. So this is uh, his opportunity to be on the uh, channel. And I'm just going to turn it over to Michael and just kind of let him kind of describe a little bit about like who he is, what he does, but also like through this time, through this kind of challenging um, landscape that we're in right now, like what kind of mindset he's really championed and he's been able to kind of spring into action, which is really kind of telling of, of him. Yeah, absolutely, man. So like Josh said, a lot of you guys might not know me right now. So a little bit of history. I've been in the supplement space for about 10 years on the retail side. I worked for a major franchise for a long time, helping them grow and develop. And then I flipped over to opening my own set of stores, got those opened up. And then the past couple of years, I've dedicated to actually launching a social media marketing company, Invictus Marketing, which we specialize in social ads that are actually meant for foot traffic to retail locations versus what a lot of people do, which is online sales. So that's my little resume right there, guys. But let's touch base on that mindset. Um, you know, a lot of the studying and reading I've done is that when it's times like this where we start seeing people withdraw and pull back, um, I think a lot of us know those are the times of opportunity. And throughout my entire lifetime of a career, I've always been kind of waiting for that moment of when is it going to happen? Because you know, it, it's going to happen. It's probably not the last time we're going to see this happen in this industry or in the economy at all. Um, and it's during these times where, I mean, this is where the legendary stories come up, where guys see the opportunity, they seize it, and they come out on the other end of these recessions, you know, miles ahead of where they could have potentially been throughout their entire career. So when this started happening, I never allowed myself to slip into that position of, you know, what do we do to survive? How, do, how are we going to get by? And it was the opposite. It was, it's game time. It's time to buckle down, go all in. How are we going to do that in a smart way? And how are we going to make sure that we do come out on top of this and give ourselves an advantage that we may have never been able to achieve without this happening? Yeah, no, I totally agree with this. I mean, I, I've mentioned numerous times over the last couple of weeks that I believe this is the defining moment, at least in the kind of the, the next couple of years, I think is people are going to look back at this period and say, what did you do during that time? Like, were you somebody that was really trying to add value and really trying to, um, you know, execute at the highest level and really, you know, control the controllables in the sense of like your hard work, your effort. And, that's going to really look positive on you. Or if you have employees or did you treat them with care? Did you do what you could do to make sure that everybody was um, set up for success the best that you could as a leader? Like those are the things that people are going to look back on. I always kind of think about like uncertainty, especially this is being such an uncertain time. Like I kind of grasp the sense that the only certainty in life is, is uncertainty and you can't really get too stressed out by 
this period of time, you have to realize that, you know, this is going to happen. And the only way that you can get through this is the way that you res- respond to it. It's, it's that, you know, every day is uncertain, but this just seems a little bit more uncertain than normal. But really for people that kind of enjoy this, and I don't want to say that this is, this is fun for anybody, but I think that you, you see this uncertainty and you think, this is my time to shine. If, if that's your personality, if that's, you know, your time to take an action. And I, I know that I've seen that in you and in the stuff that you are starting to create. And I wanted to make sure that at least you got some spotlight here, because I think that you kind of have a, a different skill set in being that you did come from the, the local retail, you know, kind of environment here. Um, but you also have the kind of the digital, marketing side of things and and you understand how that works and how those things can play well together. Um, what have you kind of seen with be it your clients or even implementing on your own business that you've seen like successful wise with kind of blending those things together during this kind of crazy time? Yeah. So when it comes to blending together the retail landscape and then doing well on social media, you know, what doesn't work, I think that's the easiest thing to address. A lot of guys, they look up to big name companies and they just try to mimic what they're doing. And at the end of the day, they miss what is so obvious in my eyes that you are not one of these industry titans who is mainly focusing on new customer acquisition month over month. Um, you're not driving tons of sales to your website. You are trying to get local traffic who is probably gonna be repeat traffic and you're trying to get them through your front door and you're trying to get them to be loyal customers. That's a whole different game. So you can't look to what those giants are doing and you got to come up with strategies that are actually going to convert people in store. So following the tactics that a lot of these guys do of large discounting or giant deals, it's not going to work because, you know, it's funny, you actually just posted about this like 30 minutes ago before we hopped on this call about right now is not the time to be blasting out deals and the cheapest product you'll ever get. Um, Cause for a lot of you local retailers, if you do that, all you're doing is conditioning your local customer base to never buy from you again until they see that deal. Yeah. You got to understand you're not in that game. Like I said, of, Oh, we get new customers month over month. We can advertise anywhere in the entire world. You've got a local populace, 40, 50,000 people. And if you condition them to think you're a discount store through this, Man, when this gets good again, which it will, and you flip back to a normal pricing structure, they're just going to look at you as the bad guy. So I'm going to go, hey, you know, you gave me that pre-workout for $24 back during, you know, when everything was terrible. Why is it $50 right now when things are good? Like, aren't you guys doing better? Can I still get it for that same price? So that's, that's what you don't want to do. So what I do see that's working in the social space is more added value, finding ways to get points of contact in your local community um, and and really build a relationship. You know, a lot of these retail stores, they miss the fact that a lot of this is relationship building. And how do you do that with social ads? Well, it's doing everything except making giant offers. You know, right now we have campaigns, we've got tons of campaigns running for clients, but one of my favorite ones that we're running right now is campaigns that actually get the person on messenger with one of your in-store consultants. You know, I know how a lot of you guys have stores. We all know there's dead time in the stores. There's 30, 45 minutes, an hour in between some times when customers walk in. So why not run some ads 
that get your in-store consultant a line of people on Facebook Messenger who want to consult with them um, and, and figure out the best plan of attack for their goals. And especially now at a time when people are sitting at home on their phone all day, this is a perfect time to say, hey, you can't make it in the store, but you still have those same fitness goals. We have a consultant live right now. Go ahead and speak with them. So when it comes to running your social for your stores, you got to flip the switch and think that th these ads aren't meant for immediate ROI conversion. You know, we do have campaigns that we can do that with, that we've seen great success with, but I prefer the campaign that builds me a relationship with that local customer, gets me their contact info so that we can stay in touch and that I can be their go-to so that, you know, this situation, for example, when it's all said and done, it dies down and they want to get that 20 pounds off that they gained from eating snacks all day during this. They can't help but think of anybody in their local community besides you because they've already built that relationship with you online and now they're ready to walk through that front door. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the idea of the ads that are pushing towards um, Facebook Messenger um, and mostly because, you know, the, the I guess the differentiation or, or the area of opportunity that a lot of small supplement shops or just retailers in general, local retailers have over some of the massive um, conglomerate type of uh, retailers, mass market retailers, is that there is that consultative kind of value um, generation that you can give to them. That is very hard to replicate uh, with a Walmart or, or something like that, especially when we're talking about here supplements, which is very much goal-oriented, intent-driven type of purchases. So like Though the goals might change, you know, it, you might not be really looking to get stronger right now. You might be looking, hey, I, I need to figure out how my general health is doing. Is Do you have something that can help me with uh, boosting my immune system or whatever? That, but there's still goals and there's still a supplement store that is there to service those goals and get them to those goals. But usually it's it's done by a one-on-one -on -one type of a situation in store you're helping somebody decide between a b c you know what what are these products do and what can you add together to make it synergistic where now it's turning a lot of these consumers into like self-directed consumers they're like forced to try to make these decisions themselves on maybe an amazon and you don't want that to happen because you might never get those customers back so if you offer the customer an opportunity to still speak to somebody and help them through this and then you have the you know the the commerce mechanism to actually help them get the product be that in a home delivery be that uh, you know pick up on the curb or whatever it is in terms of the city um, kind of laws or ordinances right now with what you can do you can kind of fill that gap in a different way. And I, I really like that idea. The other kind of point you, you mentioned was around that these ads really shouldn't be thinking about kind of a direct line to sales. There should really be a layer in between of like value right now. Like you're really not hoping to get the sales. Now, obviously sales are great and, and you shouldn't stop selling, but you should really focus on right now creating value towards the behaviors of the of your customers. So if they are now looking for, you know, new ways to maybe even cook with their protein or find some ways to make smoothies that have some different uh, vitamin, mineral, um, probiotic blends or things like that, they're trying to solve some of the new problems that are in their um, face and they're looking for solutions. So as a business, you know, we're talking supplement retail here, but it could be any business. Like this is your time to really be thought of as like the, the, the person in your community that is looked at for this type of help. And 
if you do position yourself in that in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whenever we get out of this, you then are still looked at that way and people are going to continue to go with you. There's no real like discount of your brand and your equity. It's actually a, a, a benefit to you. So like if you know you're going to get through this over 90 days, you should really be focusing a lot of your attention on how do I build up my equity within the local community? How do I become, I, I mentioned a lot of times like a local celebrity, how do I become yeah. that local celebrity in that kind of targeted space to build off of in kind of the future? Yeah. And you know, one of the most brilliant campaigns that we're running right now with one of my clients is, you know, this is a great one for a lot of you guys who you're going, Hey guys, that sounds great. But at the end of the day, I have bills to pay. And I feel the only way I can get eyeballs on me is by running promos because everybody else is doing. Uh, if you feel the need to do that, you know, we can run promos that don't devalue your product and the promo this guy is running um, not only is it getting a high conversion rate, it is going to set him up where at that 90 day mark, everybody remembers him. And it's so simple. What he did is he went online and placed a massive order for, you know, those tubes, the resistance tubes that you can yeah. work out with in your house. And he's simply doing, you buy anything from me, be it a $20 multivitamin or your protein powder for delivery, we're going to deliver you a set of resistance bands with it. You know, I think he's eating about 12 to $15 per order. And I know a lot of you guys immediately go, whoa, there goes my margin, right? But at the end of this, he's going to be remembered as the guy that when Walmart and Target and everybody in town was out of fitness equipment, he was the guy that literally supplied thousands of at-home workout kits to his entire community. So he's getting initial cash flow because he does have a very valuable item right now, which is those workout tubes. Um, but at the end of all this, what the legacy is for remembrance of how he helped the community, it far outweighs any margin loss that he's taking right now for having to buy those tubes. Um, stuff like that is how you can really get ahead in times like this and, and provide extra value without having to also cut you know, down on the actual value of your products in store. Yeah, the gift purchase type of a situation, I mean, it should evolve as well. I mean, obviously, the same tchotchkes that you give out might not be as valuable, um, but there are ones that are exponentially more valuable now. You know, that that $12 cost on that um, those resistance bands to most people is like a couple hundred dollars in value. They'll, you know, they'll yeah. do whatever they can because I don't know if anybody's tried to look on Amazon or or any of the retailers lately. There's no exercise equipment. Like everybody is is kind of shut off, and because Amazon is kind of shut off, non-essential um, FBA shipments. Like you can't even really get any more of them in there. Most of that stuff comes from China, which is going to take you weeks and weeks and weeks to get. So it's an unfortunate thing. So I mean, like obviously we're saying this, and you can't copy it because it's a little bit tough to do it. Yep. In the but there's other ideas like that, and and the, this is a matter of around creativity and, and understanding that there's constraints that are in the system now, but it's the time in which those constraints provide the most amount of creativity. If, if you let your brain get to that point, you could either default to the easiest and say like, this is a problem. I don't know how to get around it. I'm going to just sulk and, and be you know, sad. Or you can say, okay, where there's this new crazy challenge, how do I get over this wall or through this wall or around this wall? How do I do it? And I think that the people that are having that mindset are the ones that are going to come out um, looking great because they did, you know, dig in and, and, and figure out whatever they needed to do. Um, wanted to kind of hear your thoughts around um, something that I've been seeing a lot from national kind of brands, but I don't know if you've been seeing this is that 
them finding more partnerships with um, other social kind of followings in the sense like they're offering maybe some of their influencers to do live workouts or I've seen even um, recently one with uh, Glambia uh, Optimum Nutrition did something with Michelob Ultra where like it was a workout by two guys then they also had a um, like a happy hour after it was kind of like the social kind of gathering awesome. after we're like talking on um, like it was if you were talking after a workout class just with like everybody and, and um, it was kind of try to blend things together but have you been seeing that as well like on the local side you know who's the who's the local um, boot camp you know, instructor, who's the local person that does natural foods, like, and bring them on to create like, kind of like a media hub, like, because I think at this point, you need to be providing as many uh, opportunities to provide solutions to your customers. So like, if you're able to be that hub site, and you also kind of lean in with other people that are trying to figure this out together locally, um, I feel like it's a good strategy, but I don't know if I've seen it all that much. I think what you said is, utterly needed and extremely important, but there's a huge lack of people actually understanding how to do it. Um, those extra add-on services, be it those live workouts or a meal prep service, I think a lot of stores right now, they view that as, hey, this needs to be done, but I don't know how we're gonna do it. And that's a disconnect is it shouldn't be a, how are we gonna do it? There's people in your community who are already doing it. So why not just team up? You know, I know my stores, we've done exactly what you just said, where we went and found a local boot camp that does a live video every day and they have a private group and we, you know, get to position ourselves with that boot camp and now tell all of our customers. Another benefit of shopping with us is that you also get to participate in this private group that you didn't have access to before. And, you know, how do we make that partnership? Well, instead of me going and spending $300 on getting a PT app and then another $200 in man hours that it would take for me to figure out what the hell I was doing. I simply went to that person. They're probably in a state of need too and said, here's what we'll do. Let's partner up, give my people access. I'll spend $100 on ad spend to promote your app or your online classes. Let's partner up. Let's make this beneficial. Now, other ones that I, I've seen that have been fantastic are the need for fitness equipment right now. Tyler and I just talked about this and I've heard some stores having great success with this is not desperately trying to figure out how do I get equipment into my store to sell, but going to your local vendor in town who does have equipment and saying, hey, you know, I have 5,000 emails, 2,000 phone numbers. I would love to let everybody know that you have equipment. Let's make a promo code. Every person I send in, if they make a purchase, you give me a 10% commission. That store is gonna be thrilled because you're gonna send 7,000 points of contact, their info and you're gonna make a little bit of money on the back end. So the partnership aspect of this is something people need to really look into right now and understand too the advantage of this situation. You know, sometimes partnerships can be hard because you're reaching out to an influencer or a business in town that they're doing great, they already have a lot of pull and they're kind of picky and choosy on who they're gonna partner with. But right now, you know, we, focus on ourselves a lot, we need to realize we're not the only people that are in an industry that is scared or potentially hurting or trying to figure things out. That's everybody right now. So the opportunity for people to say yes has never been greater because everybody is looking for a way to get out ahead of this. And those olive branches, if they're extended, people are going to be snatching them up left and right. So whatever you can do in your local community, go find that local influencer who is also taking charge and they're online doing their own thing figure out how to partner up. 
you get through this, not only have you created a short-term solution, you've now created a long-term benefit for your business that will probably develop into something for years to come. So that's the other thing is these short-term solutions, they're not actually short-term. As long as you do them right, they're going to add a lot of long-term value to your actual business. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that a lot of this stuff that's happening, like people making these very adaptive um, evolutionary type of moves, like in the face of this uh, COVID-19 is actually the stuff that they probably should have been doing already. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I made a post a, a couple of days ago around this. Uh, there's a lot of things that when we spoke at the retail mastermind in Vegas in um, September of last year, I spoke an hour about um, retail marketing and a lot of the stuff that I was talking about seemed probably to the people that were listening, like, why is he talking about this stuff? Because it seemed like it was maybe sometimes it was overly simplified or it was, you know, put it in a way that you said, oh, duh, like, yeah, I have to do it. But the problem was people weren't doing it. They were, it seemed like it was so simple that, oh, obviously we're doing it because you know, I always talk about the idea that, you know, people are always looking for me to give them the keys to a Ferrari, but odds are they don't have a driver's license because they don't really do the basics right. They don't, they don't really even understand that they should have been doing a lot of these things like all the time. You should know every single influencer in your town. Even if you're not working with them, you should be buddies with them. You should at least have some type of rapport between them. You should know every smoothie shop. You should know every, you know, local manufacturer that does uh, equipment. You should know every gym owner. You should know, like, there's this idea of like the local marketing um, that is kind of like the old school tactical way of doing it where like where I grew up, my dad was uh, a local entrepreneur and like he would beat the streets and make sure he shook hands and kissed babies with everybody. It's like you're the local yeah. politician. And I think that these are the things that are coming to light now. They're coming to, to, to the face of people and saying like, wow, I, I needed to put in that work. I, I haven't done it. But this is kind of the silver lining behind all this is that you're now forced to think like this. You're forced to have to re-look at your business, re-look at the way you've been doing all your procedural stuff, all your operations, all your, you know, networking, all your strategy, every piece of your business should be analyzed from front to back. And you should be saying, where was I missing at? Because this, if it happens again, you should be prepared. And if it's worse than this, obviously, then you fix the things that, you know, need to be happened. But this is kind of the um, strengthening of, of your business. This is a time where, you know, you have the opportunity, you, your sales are probably down a little bit. So like, you're not having the volume of like the, the weeds. This is a time to look and jump up 10,000 feet in your business and say, all right, things have been not set up properly. Let me fix these things because when we get out of this, I want to make sure that I'm on the strongest footing, you know, the strongest foundation to go forward with. Right. You know, I think, uh, a lot, too, of what guys are starting to realize is while they did think they were doing things right, they've been doing them very poorly. You know, one of the common threads with a lot of marketing clients I've worked with is they're starting to realize their ability to actually speak to their customer base is zero to none. You know, they, they hit me up and they want to send out an immediate message that we are open. Here's the deal. Um, and they say, hey, you know, I've got 10,000 emails. Let's get in touch with these people. And so we send out an email campaign and they get, you know, a 1% open rate and they're really mad about it and ask them, well, you know, when was the last time you talked to these people on this list? And they go, oh, we've never sent out an email ever in five years. We just did it today. 
So, you know, learning that while they maybe were doing some of the fundamentals, right? Like capturing phone numbers or um, emails, they were not actually creating systems to ensure the proper result that they wanted. So I do think now is a great time to get up above, like you said, look out to the future. And that's something I want to quickly touch point on is a lot of guys are in panic mode looking to the, how do I solve the day by day? And you got to look broader picture than that um, because this will end. And right now is the time to start planning for the execution of what are you going to do after this is all over to get back on top? And I'll tell you, you know, right now is the best time you'll ever have to plan because anything you want to do, such as social media marketing, implementing a text platform, it's the cheapest you're ever going to get it. Yeah. You know, I was telling a lot of my friends that a lot of stuff you may have once looked at that you said, that's too expensive. Go talk to those companies right now because you are going to be able to make some of the best deals on advertising, be it digital, be it physical, be it partnerships that you'll ever be able to make. And a lot of these companies, they'll make you long-term deals because they're so desperate for business right now through all of this. So you can't just be sitting here planning on how do I get in touch with my customers right now? What can I do right now? We need to start planning on the next six, 12, 18 months. You know, I know the number one thing my team is working on right now is the type of campaign we're initially running the second we consider this clear, where this is all said and done, the hysteria has kind of died down a bit and people are ready to get back to life as normal. Because that right there, the work that's done now, that's just going to pay off in 90 days. Because most of your competitors in town, they're going to be sitting there when it's said and done, and they're going to take a sigh, you know, breath of relief and go, okay, back to life as usual. Now what can we do? Where you're going to be on the attack. But that doesn't happen unless you get after it right now. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of, of kind of going back to a lot of your you know, different, maybe you've looked at different technology platforms, maybe you've looked at different advertising chances, things like that. This is a time that you are able to negotiate a little bit with people um, because they're obviously feeling this as well. And they want to obviously get you into the door. I know a lot of like the tools right now, big companies, you know, if it's even, you know, a local supplement shop doesn't even have a um, website, you know, like Shopify is free for the first 90 days right now. You know, there's a lot of those kind of tools that are free or heavily discounted, like super premium type of things. I know like even yeah. Skillshare or a couple of these other like learning platforms. Like if you don't know how to do um, social media marketing or you don't know how to do any types of things in your business, maybe it's even like accounting or it's, you know, something like inventory management. There are a bunch of things out there now that are they're providing these free solutions for people to to learn. And this is the time where you can really start to craft different things in your business, different ideas. So even if you don't know how to do those things, you can have the opportunity to learn those things now with um, what's happening in this because everybody's kind of trying their best or at least the companies or the or the people that are trying to positively impact the situation, they're doing the best they can to try to provide things for people during this this time. I mean, I was looking back at the uh, Great Recession time and looking at some of the data behind like business starts and and new businesses and things of that nature, and it actually was pretty significant the time when a lot of companies got started during that kind of hazy period of time where a lot of the companies that we now kind of consider the the big companies they were born in that time and it's kind of scary and counterintuitive for a lot of people to think like should I start new ideas should I start new businesses should I take a risk during this time but 
there is a lot of things that are telling you that it's a lot less riskier if you think about this than uh, you know other times. It might it might not seem like it, but if you kind of frame it in the right uh, direction, it has that opportunity to 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 be that way as long as you kind of going back to the original kind of things we started with was around more mindset. If you can kind of keep that mindset uh, in a positive way, I think that this is you know a great opportunity for for you to be on the offense and not necessarily always be backpedaling in the defensive position. I think that there's definitely some opportunity for people that are looking to get on the offense. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on this before, before we jump off here is something that I mentioned. It actually was mentioned to a uh, client that does more than 75% of their business online, but I told them to do something that they kind of thought was a little bit crazy, I think, at first, because I, I don't think they understood uh, maybe why I'm telling them to do what they're doing. But I had them pull a list of their top uh, 10,000 customers, and I told them that they should call every single customer. They've never talked to these people on the phone, but what I was trying to make sure that they got into the mindset of doing is that I don't think that this is a time to push towards customer acquisition, but actually customer retention. So there's no better time than the now to build up a relationship with those with those customers. And I know you mentioned a little bit around that from the email side, but I was wondering if you've thought about or, or had anybody kind of consider like literally calling every single customer and saying, hey, how can I help you? Is there anything like, you know, listening to people like because right now people are, are definitely in a, in a phase of like probably being more open to talk to somebody and wanting to vent and, and try to, you know, and that's a way to build rapport, especially on the supplement side of things where like you're dealing with new frustrations in your life, new stresses, new uh, trying to create normalcy in your, in your day to day. Like that conversation might be the difference between them um, going and doing, you know, somebody business with somebody else later on or them never leaving you because of that you, you were with them during that time of need. It, it's really funny you bring that up because. So 90% of the ads we run on Facebook or Instagram for most of our retail partners, they're new client acquisition. And what we do is because a lot of the time people don't want to waste money showing a new client acquisition ad to an existing client. So we'll actually, we have ways where we can go in and block out your current client base and only serve ads to new clients. What I've made recommendations to every single one of my partners is flip that right now. Stop focusing on gaining new customers how we have it is we're actually blocking ads from new people and we're serving ads to people who interact with their Facebook page, interact with their Instagram profiles that we have emails and phone numbers up. And like you just said, we're not running ads going, Hey, loyal customer, here's a buy one, get one half off. We're doing, how can we help ads? You know, I have um, video campaigns running for some of the locations where it's the owner just saying, we're here to help the community. If there's any way that we can support you, please send us a DM or drop a comment down below. And they're getting an insane amount of interaction. You know, they're getting hundreds of comments of tagging local businesses that could give them their store supplies or asking, hey, do you guys carry this? Um, or just messages interacting saying, we really appreciate you supporting local. Um, so I, I think what you just said is brilliant. Right now, more than ever, it's a time to get behind the people who have gotten behind you and show that you truly do actually support the people that support you. Because um, right now, customer acquisition, it's gonna be a lot more expensive and it's gonna be a lot more value down the road just maintaining the ones you have. And the last point I kinda of wanna to touch on is um, understanding how little it actually takes to do that right now. 
Um, a lot of people, when they get this mindset of, I need to get out in front of these people, I need to run ads, they, they see dollar signs going up, right? And this goes back to touching on how right now you're gonna get the best rates, best opportunity. Um, Facebook, Instagram ads, I know a lot of ad, ad platforms, they're bought at auction. And what that means, guys, is if you have 20 supplement retail stores in your local area and you're all running ads, you're gonna pay more money per result because you're buying these customers at an auction. Right now, there are tons of people vacating the ad space. We are seeing the lowest cost per results that we have ever seen as a company in the marketing space. Um, to give you an example, I have a, a client who has a seven store chain and we were able to create a target list for all of his existing customers um, and, and make, ensure that every single one of them sees the ad he wants to put out for as little as $5 a day in ad spend, like five bucks. And I know we can all figure out a way to make that happen. And to touch on the mindset, this is what I'm recommending. You know, all these guys are saying, hey, I can get the same $50 result for $5 a day right now. Let's do it. Let's run that $5 a day. I say run $50 a day because now is your opportunity to pay $50 a day and get a $500 a day engagement rate. Right now is when you can actually find a way to spend the money that some of these big guys spend to get the type of reach and get the pull that they have. Um, so brilliant idea. And never has it been easier to get that message out to those people at a prime rate. I like it. Where can people find you? Yeah. So Instagram, it's Mr. 406 Nutrition. Facebook is just backslash Michael Noy. Last name is N-O-E. Appreciate your time, Michael. I know it's uh, a Sunday. And regardless if we're in quarantine or not, uh, I appreciate anybody that gives some time on the weekend and anybody that's given any time to try to provide some positivity to um, this time of need. Yeah, absolutely, man. And thanks, thanks for having me on. And thanks for what you're doing. You know, a lot of the stores that I deal with, they do talk about your videos and looking to those as guidance. So the impact you're making, it's going to influence a lot of people through these times. Appreciate that.